welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 72 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me today. All right, how are you all doing? Are you staying safe? Are you holding it together? Are you stressed out? How is it going for you in this COVID pandemic? Just so that you're aware, I have been doing bonus episodes to help physicians cope with the stresses related to the COVID pandemic. Um, These aren't necessarily directly focused on weight, but they're applicable. All the topics we cover often influence our weight or influence our eating behaviors. The way to access these are on any podcast platform. But remember, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll automatically get these downloaded, just like you do the regular episodes. So your best way is to head over to whichever podcasting platform you use and hit subscribe to make sure you get all these bonus episodes. I've been putting out one a week and they're really good content, I think, for any physician to listen to. So also please share those episodes because I think there's a lot of physicians that are struggling as we go through the COVID pandemic that could really benefit from some extra help coming from other physicians. All right, also, if you need help, don't forget to check out my time-saving tips to end binge and stress eating course. It's free. It's online. It is really good. There's so much really good content. It's the stuff that I talk about and the basics that I start with uh, with my clients uh, in that content. And you can access it absolutely free along with a bonus workbook that I built. So if you want to dig even deeper into these time-saving tips and get a little bit deeper level of benefit from it, you've got the workbook to do that. So head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash time saving tips to get your copy of that course. Or if you don't have a chance or you're not on a browser, you can text 1-855-969-5300. Text the word time saving tips, all one word. And you'll get just from that text, you'll end up with the course delivered to your email inbox. Let me know how it's going. I love to hear feedback. I love to hear how you apply these tips and what difference they make in your life. Good luck. All right. So today, what I'm going to talk to you about is failure. How to not make fear of failure get in your way in weight loss. This is a topic that affects so many physicians that I think it's really important. So stay tuned so you get all of my best tips around failure First, though, I was going to tell you a story about a dream I had because it's one of those dreams where I kind of woke up laughing at myself. Uh, It was one of those convoluted dreams where it just kept going on and on all night long. But the point that I woke up was there was a group of us at some outside concert. We're all, you know, sitting on vehicles or around and watching some concert and the dream had really built up to this. And then all of a sudden in the middle of the dream, I said, oh my gosh, we're not socially distancing. 
where this group is too big and we're too close to people and made in the dream everybody my whole family leave and run away and I just thought it was so funny that social distancing is now even making its way into my dreams so my dream self can't be in groups (laughs) and part of the funny part was part of my panic about us being in a group was that as a physician I shouldn't be seen to be in a group and that people would see me and uh, judge me for having been at the concert it wasn't the panic in the dream wasn't so much about that I would have gotten COVID from other people at the concert who knows if COVID exists in dreamland but social distancing apparently does in my own dreamland anyways I thought some of you might uh, enjoy a chuckle from that okay so let's talk about failure. Now, failure is a really interesting topic when it comes to physicians because we have excelled and gotten to where we are by avoiding failure for a large part. Failure isn't rewarded in medical school. It's not rewarded in the path leading up to medical school. And so we get the impression that it's something that we should not have in our life that we shouldn't have struggles. We should be doing things correctly the first time and knowing how to do things. And I think this is a really applicable topic right now because I think there's probably a lot of different situations that people are going through right now that might feel like failure or might feel like you're failing more because things are unfamiliar, uh, routines are different, things are changing day by day. Um, And that can lead our brain to interpret things as being failures. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because what I'm going to argue here is that failing is actually good and failing is an important part of growth and failing is a really important part of reaching goals. However, if your brain isn't there yet, if your brain views failure as bad or as negative, then experiencing some of these things that are perceived as failure might be sending you into a bit of a tailspin. And that's why I thought that this would be a really good topic to talk about uh, right now. Fear of failure is something that comes up for a lot of my clients. And it's a topic that can end up being like an underlying current that ends up with uh, driving some eating behaviors or struggling with weight. But it's such a Uh, pervasive underlying current, meaning if you have fear of failure, uh, you have probably had it for a very long time and you might not actually notice it. You might not be aware that it's there because you have always avoided failure and avoiding failure has done well for us, right? If I'm sure when I was a high school student, like I was avoiding failure a lot and that but that's what drove me to get really good grades which ultimately let me get into medical school you know when I wrote the MCAT I was sure as not going to fail that and so that drove me to really put work in and uh, get it done and get a reasonable grade that then let me get into medical school when I wanted to so failure that fear of failure has served us. Now, in weight, it doesn't usually serve us. Um, It can create a bunch of baggage that ends up with us sabotaging ourselves. And if you want to know about sabotage, listen to last week's episode 
uh, episode 70, where we talked about how to stop sabotaging yourself because fear of failure is really linked with that. So if you're afraid you're going to fail with regards to weight, then it's easier from a brain standpoint to just fail ahead of time. So if you think you might fail anyways, sabotaging yourself, eating off plan creates failure ahead of time, but that failure ahead of time feels like it's more in your control than if you were to go all in, try really hard and not see the results that you want. So let's talk about failure and the different impacts it may have had in your life. And then at the end, I'm going to give you a way of reframing it to make it actually work for you. Because like I said, what I want to pose to you is failure is not bad. Failure is actually good. Failure can get you where you want to go. Being willing to try, willing to fail and keep going is a really key skill for doing hard stuff. And if you're on a weight loss journey, if you're trying to figure out emotional eating, binge eating, all that stuff, that's hard stuff. And so being willing to try, being willing to fail, but keep going is going to be a really important tool for you. So I want to ask, what has failure meant to you? When you scan back over your life, start as a child, what did failing mean to you? Was it something that was okay to do in your life when you were a kid? Was it something that should be avoided at all costs? For some people, failing as a kid felt like you could put things like uh, love and things like that in jeopardy. And, you know, asking yourself, what does it mean to you? What impacts does it have? Did it have for you? And what stories and thought patterns about failure have you carried forward uh, through into your adult life? And ask yourself, how is failure showing up in your life now? So what are your thoughts about failure right now in your current life? Are you still carrying those stories that you had as a kid about failure? Are you, have you just shifted them and changed them, right? So sometimes when we were kids, we feared failure because we didn't want to upset our parents. Then as adults, it shifts more. So we're fearing failure because we don't want other people to see us fail, like colleagues or uh, things like that. So it may still be there, but may have been shifted. So ask yourself, how is failure? What are my thoughts about failure right now? And how is it showing up in my life? If you're fearing failure, it may show up in your life that you're not trying things. And this can show up in a variety of different uh, types of situations. And these different situations can have impact on your weight and your eating through different pathways. So fear of failure work-wise can be that maybe you're not reaching out and like going for different positions or doing things that you're interested in, but you're holding yourself back because you're afraid you might not be able to do it, that then can create an underlying stress, um, underlying thoughts of kind of your own value, things like that, that end up with you wanting to eat or have binge eating or other uh, activities that impact your weight. Fear of failure definitely shows up with weight. So most of us who've had weight issues through our life have memories of failure and thoughts about failure. And 
fear of failing can often get in our way of starting something. So trying new behaviors, trying new habits, we often are afraid that it might not work. And that can impact our ability to even start taking action. It also can impact our ability to keep going when things don't go quite the way you want them to. And let's be honest, if you're going through a weight loss journey, lots of stuff is not going to go the way you want to. There are going to be lots of opportunities that you could label as failure that potentially if you're avoiding failure at all costs could have you abandoning your efforts that you've been working on. And again, that goes back to the self-sabotage a bit. Uh, and I encourage you to listen to last week's episode to get more detail on that. So for yourself, with regards to your weight, what does failure mean to you? What aspects of failure with weight have you carried forward from previous experiences? Can you list a bunch of different times where you feel that you failed with your weight? When you think about trying to do something about your weight, do you automatically have thoughts about the potential of failure that come up? Ask yourself these questions and really understand how has this shown up for you in your life to date with regards to your weight? Uh, Because almost certainly it's there in some aspect. And then ask yourself, what stories do you carry forward with regards to failure and weight? And I see this a lot in uh, people I work with that we carry stories about ourselves, like about our past failures, and we carry them with us when we're entering a new uh, way of doing things or a new attempt. And by carrying that baggage with us, we're already setting ourselves up to fail in the new attempt because we're taking a new attempt with memories and reflection of the times that you failed before. Um, and I think we can use our past failures or use the past times that uh, our weight or whatever diet we tried didn't work for us and learn from it and take the learning forward. And I think that's very different than just carrying the failure itself forward. Carrying the failures itself forward means you're kind of carrying all that negative emotion and you're carrying the sort of beating yourself up component of that forward versus if you can just learn from those things that didn't go well and carry what you learned forward, that then sets you up for far better success in the future. And that's what we're going to be talking about here. So let's talk about failure and reframing failure. So the way that we make failure work for us is we change how we think about it. We change what it means to us. And we get away from that concept that failure means something about us as a person negative. Failure means your actions didn't work out. Your actions didn't give you the results that you were trying to achieve. Failure says nothing about you as a person. All it says is that you were somebody that was willing to try that, those actions, but they didn't give you that result. That's okay. But what we often do is we take that failure and we make it mean something about us as a person, and then that feels much less okay. So reframing failure so it becomes something positive in your life, I think, is really powerful for a long-term weight loss journey. So making that failure mean not only 
not something bad about yourself, but actually making it mean something positive about yourself can put you in a really strong position for moving forward towards your goals. So my first tip about making failure work for you is that you have to recognize that failure is necessary and inevitable. So there are really no situations that there's no chance of failing. Uh, Failing is a normal part of life. You look at a kid, a toddler who's learning to walk. How do they learn how to walk? They learn by failing over and over again. They learn by trying, falling down, trying, falling down hundreds of times before they actually walk. Now you flip that to us as adults when we want to try something. How many times are we willing to fall down and get back up again in pursuit of a goal? Particularly weight loss, for a lot of us, Sometimes it's one time falling down. And so if we use, for example, you know, eating something off plan or having a binge eating episode, sometimes it's one thing that ends up with us assigning failure and saying there's no point in continuing. And if you imagine us as kids with every single thing we had to learn along the way of being a child, what if we gave up the first time around? Well, we wouldn't walk. We wouldn't be able to write. We wouldn't be able to read you know, any sport that you do, any other activities that you do, you probably wouldn't do. And yet with weight, we have this sense that we should get it right the first time and that there shouldn't be any failure. And if we fail, it means we can't do it. And that's just not true. Failure is not only probable, but failure is actually a necessity and it's actually good. You need to fail in order to grow. You need to put yourself out to the point where you don't quite get it right in order to keep growing. And in order to reach goals you've never reached before, you're going to have to put yourself out there and try things that you haven't tried before and maybe not get them right every single time, but keep going. That is really important groundwork for reaching goals. So tip number one is that Failure is a necessity in growth and reaching goals. Second tip is that failure is a positive thing. So it's through our fails, it's through the obstacles that we encounter that result in us having these perceived fails that gives us opportunity for growth. So if that, let's use the toddler example again, learning to walk, if what we could do as humans was just stand up and start walking on a particular day, would that give us the same growth? So if we could just walk with no obstacles, no falling down, would we have the same growth as when we have to do it the way we currently do, where we have to be willing to keep getting up no matter what happens? I don't think we would. I think it's achieving things through that mindset of you're not giving up no matter what, and you keep getting up and you keep trying that has allowed us as humans to get so many places. And it's allowed us as individuals to have that tenacity to do the things that are hard. And if you really struggle with fear of failure, it may feel like you've never done that, or your brain may want to tell you that you've never done that or had that tenacity. And I would argue that that's probably not true. I think we all have done things that have taken us to keep going. And the trick is, is the goal itself has to mean enough that we're willing to keep getting up. So for that toddler walking and reaching their parent or getting to whatever toy they're not supposed to get into, 
you know, is enough of a motivator that they're willing to keep getting up every time they fall. And so for us as adults, we need the end goal to be motivating enough that we're willing to keep going. But then we just need to trust ourselves that we can. And so looking back in your life and looking for examples where you did, um, most of us, there's you know, it might not be immediately apparent, but if you look, there will be examples of things that you did keep uh, persisting with and reaching your goals. So medical school would be one of them. Even if you didn't fail medical school, I'm sure not every single thing went well, right? Uh, There were elements in those day-to-day processes in medical school where you may have not felt that you measured up in the way you should and yet you kept going and kept working on it to ultimately graduate from medical school Uh, i'm sure there's lots of other examples that you can find in your life so remembering that the failure itself is just a process en route to the goals so it's not a roadblock it's not a wall that you hit that you can't get through it's just an opportunity to learn in this process and it's not the, the goal, the end point that matters, it's what you learn along the way that gets you there. So again, with weight, we focus on that end goal weight that we're trying to get to or that size we're trying to get into. And that does not matter because you can get there. You can find some sort of crash diet online that will get you to that weight. But the question is, is can you actually maintain it if you haven't gone through all these different obstacles and learned from every single one of them and learned the tenacity to keep up, to get up and keep going despite the obstacles. So it's that journey that actually will create the skills that make it so you can keep that weight off long term when you embrace the journey. So the positive side of failure is that it's a really good opportunity to learn. So when you have an eating episode that you didn't plan or you feel that you ate too much or ate the wrong thing, or maybe you did that for weeks at a time, instead of getting down on yourself, look at it from the positive standpoint of what can you learn from it? What opportunities are here to teach yourself about what's driving some of this behavior? What things can you take away from it and do differently next time? So that failure doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't mean you're never going to get there. It just means you have something else to learn. The third tip is that more fails are better. So the more times you feel like you fall down and you have to get back up, what that means is you're trying. So every time you have one of those fails, again, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that you're trying. And the more times you try, the more likely you are to have fails just be. Uh, by nature of numbers. So the more attempts you have, if you have a certain percent of ones that don't work, you'll have more fails. But the more fails you have, it just means that you're trying more. And so that's a really positive thing. And the issue isn't in the failing, remember. It's not that the thing you tried didn't work. That's not where the issue lies. The issue is in the getting back up. So it's the try something didn't quite work, but how do I keep going from this? That is a skill to learn because what we're programmed to learn is that when we try something and it doesn't work, we stop, or at least in weight and a lot of other areas. And if you struggle with fear of failure, so what you want to really foster is that concept that you're, you keep trying, you keep collecting these fails because they're a badge that you're working on this and you're trying to figure it out and you will figure it out. You just haven't yet. And that... I think that yet is such an important word in this weight loss journey where 
when you're having fails and things aren't quite going the way you want them to, they're just not going the way you want them to yet because you still have things to learn about your mind, about your body and about this process. And that's fine. And that's totally normal. Okay, so the three kind of takeaway points that I want you to keep with you is number one, that failure is a necessity. Failure happens and is the route to getting to goals and to self growth. Number two is that failure is a positive thing. Failure is opportunities to learn when things don't go correctly or don't go the way you thought they would. There's learning that you can do in that moment that can make you more likely to be successful and to get to your goal the next time. And the third is the more fails you're having. If you feel like you're collecting fails like nobody else and one after the other, well, fantastic, because that means you're still trying. Your brain wouldn't be labeling them as fails in the same way if you weren't actively trying. So go ahead, collect fails. Collect them. Don't make them mean anything about you as a person or what your abilities are. Make them mean just that they're an opportunity to learn, that it's showing you where your weaker spots are, and it's giving you opportunities to build skills in those areas. And it's those skills and those opportunities that will get you to your goal in the long term. All right, send me any thoughts or questions you have. How has failure shown up in your life? How are you going to deal with it in the future? Send them to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I love hearing from you. And if you are really struggling with failure and other things that maybe you can't even really identify in your weight loss struggle, if you just find your weight loss journey is not going the way you want and you can't figure out why you can't just get this aspect of your life sorted. Well, that's where my one-to-one coaching can make a huge difference. It can take you from feeling, you know, frustrated and not knowing why you keep doing the behaviors you do and not knowing why you're not being successful in losing weight to knowing exactly why those behaviors are there, but also how to correct them in the simplest manner without relying on willpower. And the bonus of this is as you work on the weight and eating through coaching, everything else in your life starts to improve too, because we can't just focus on the eating without addressing everything else. So you start coaching for weight loss, but you end up with improved stress reduction, uh, better relationships, enjoying work more. There's a whole host of benefits that my clients talk about. Now, if you want to see that for yourself, your best way is reaching out for a free introductory session. So that gives you an opportunity to get on video conference with me one-on-one where we get to talk about what's actually going on in your life and what you're struggling with. And then I can give you some tips and talk about how I would be able to help you through coaching. Head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab. And from there, you can book a free introductory session. I just put in a bunch more availability for April and May. So as I'm recording this podcast, there is availability. I know I do fill up quickly, but make sure you head on over there and give us a chance to chat together. Okay, we'll talk to you later, guys. Have a fantastic week. And remember, you've got this. You've got this.